More interesting things of importance in my life in my youth while living in Indianapolis, Indiana USA on the east side in Irvington on Irvington Avenue, my first musical instruments I owned were a Schroeder cello made in Germany, which cost $2,000 back in the 1960s, which was a lot of money then, which now, using the rate of inflation from then to now, with money then being worth more than 40 times what it is worth now, would cost now about $80,000. Not that it costs that now, but it would using the formula for inflation. Anyway, my Schroeder cello that I was given when I graduated from high school in 1969, was previously owned by a cellist in the world-famous Philadelphia Philharmonic Orchestra with the world-famous conductor then, Eugene Ormandy, who was famous for developing the Philadelphia sound, as it was referred to, meaning, a super-huge string section sound, as though there were three times as many string players as there really, actually were then. Like the famous, at that time, Mantovani and his 101 Strings Orchestra, with 101 string players in the recordings then. My cello had rosewood tuning pins or pegs, four of them like all cellos, which all have four strings like the violins and violas and string bass, double bass, bass fiddle, upright bass viol, as it is called, all string instruments in orchestras have four strings, with the only rare exception being a German cellist in the 1980s who was somewhat famous on a major classical music record label in Germany then, who had a five-string cello custom made for him, which let him have a super high string, pitch-wise, instead of the highest open string being an A string, his fifth string was a high E string. So he could easily play a fifth higher than normal, without having to resort to using what is called fourth position or thumb position on a cello, which makes things easier for him, than other cellists in the world, who are stuck with only four strings. I want to mention here that the guitars of the world, including all electric guitars used by rock stars, all have six strings. I won't bother to elaborate on the theory and practice of tuning systems, including the now famous, modern, tuning of pipe organs to what is called a 440 cycles per second, with the note A above middle C on a piano, vibrating at 440 cycles per second, and not the pitch of pipe organs in Europe from the 1500s and before then, many of which were tuned at A435, slightly lower in pitch than at present. This can present problems for people, music people, who have what is called perfect pitch. It is extremely rare for a person to have perfect pitch. It is both good and bad at the same time. I do not have perfect pitch. I have what is called relative pitch, which for me, is much more useful than perfect pitch. I have what genius musicians call my excellent musical ear, not physically speaking, but meaning if I hear a normal great song on the radio for the first time, I instantly have it memorized as far as the music itself and concerned, not the lyrics. Etc. My first electric guitar I owned was called a Tesco Del Rey solid body electric guitar made in Japan, of all things, and I bought it when I was in the seventh grade in Indianapolis around the year of 1963 in downtown Indianapolis at L.S. Ayers Department Store which was the best department store in Indianapolis ever since around the time of the Civil War of the years 1861 through 1865. It was downtown, near the center of the city, and had eight floors and a famous basement, which had a wide-striped big yellow line, like a highway-marked line dividing lanes of traffic. That large of a wide bright yellow tape line on the floor of the basement of Ayers Department Store, which led to a part of the store in the basement called Toy Land. This was the very best place in the entire USA to buy fantastic toys, with the only exception being the famous toy store in New York City, New York, the name of which escapes me at the moment, but I will think of it later. I will say here, that when I was in about the 8th grade, 
I went to an after Christmas sale there LS Airs downtown and went to Toyland and lo and behold, I could not believe my eyes. Right there, in front of me on a section of toy train track, was a brand new Great Northern Electric locomotive made by the famous Lionel Electric Train Company here in the USA. I already had a fantastic Lionel train set, which I paid hundreds of dollars for in the 1960s. I used to go to a train store on the east side of Indianapolis in the 1960s called Kelly's Train Store, which was owned and operated by an old man called Mr. Kelly in his huge house with a super huge attic, converted into this super mega super gigantic Lionel train table, maybe 40 feet by 25 feet in size in this unbelievably huge house and attic. I used to buy a lot of Lionel trains and equipment there when I was a kid in school there. Lionel made different quality levels of train track which were called, in order of importance from the cheapest track to the most expensive track, were called in order from low to high, 027 train track, then O grade track which was much better than 027 track, which all little kids in kindergarten who got a Lionel train for Christmas back then all got a train set with the cheapest 027 electric train track with three metal rails instead of the two rails that real railroads always use for real human beings to ride in. Now, for the most expensive electric train track ever sold in the world, for the standard-sized model electric trains, this expensive super incredible toy train track by Lionel was called Super O Track, which gave the appearance of having only two metal rails, like a real train has, instead of the three rails of the cheaper track that most people own then. I upgraded my Lionel train set and track to all Super O track on my 8 foot by 4 foot train table in my basement at 321 North Irvington Avenue, the small house I lived in for 12 years from 1957 through 1969, when then graduated from high school and went to live with my relatives in California that summer of 1969, the best year of my life in terms of how fantastic my life was there, and how fantastic the culture and beauty of California was back then. It is different now. I still have five relatives living in California at present. My Aunt Judy who is now in her 80s and retired from her FBI librarian career of 30 years in California, and my cousins, Sue, Nancy, Eric, and my Aunt Judy's grandson, Jeff, who is a major problem child. I will pause here for now. Finally, let me say that about the great Northern Electric Lionel engine I saw after Christmas in the 1960s when I was in junior high school, about the 7th grade then, that engine had electric pantographs and was a green and orange electric engine, super modern, and extremely rare and worth a small fortune. Like more than a thousand dollars for that engine. And LS Airs did not know what a super valuable engine this was and they had it for sale for just $25. I could not believe my luck. I instantly grabbed it before some electric train collector would see it and snatch it up like I did, and I then went to the woman cashier there and paid her the $25, and I was super super happy. More later. Stay tuned. To be continued, probably forever.